episode 15 of The Transition. Here we are, live from my parents' house, recording on my mum's laptop. Shout out to Sally Morris. We're back, baby. <laughs> back to the ground roots. This is Jono and myself, and we are here. Um, we've just been on a really cool little road trip to see the venue for your yoga retreat next week. Yeah, man. It's uh, up the coast, about 45 minutes out of Sydney at a lovely place called Palmdale. The retreat is called Awaba, Awaba Spiritual Healing Retreat. And it was really something spectacular. You know, I've been to a couple of retreat locations before, but Susan, for one, the lady who owns the retreat is so lovely so lovely so one of those one of those really just lovely lovely ladies yeah. um, and yeah man I'm, look i'm excited to to get this going next week um the space looks great you know i've got you cooking on board which is which is really cool um and i'm i'm excited man i'm also a little bit nervous uh you know we just talked about a little bits of learning here and there learning always comes around you know, it always yeah. comes around quickly. So, what are you doing with these people? What's the um, well? The theme is the goal. It's a yoga. It's a yoga retreat. Like, and we're marketing it as a yoga retreat. But I uh, very much want it to be a transformational retreat where people can find the time to gift to themselves. Like, hmm. and sorry, to give to themselves. And what I mean by that is doing the yoga practice, but being able to stay in the room, being able to you know grab their coffee. Um, or grab their tea and head outside in nature and just chill out for half an hour to an hour and really just marinate in what it's like to relax and rejuvenate. Yeah. Um, I think the location speaks for itself. It's, it's going to be really great to be in the, the retreat, the location itself. Um, There's no phone signal there as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely no phone signal. So it promotes lots of conversation. Mm. Um, and when and I, silence. Yeah, and silence. We've definitely got a few silence exercises. You know, we're playing around with meditation. We've got some great food. There's a pool and a spa there. Um, I've got some transformational exercises that I want to run that I've, I've been a part of in the past mm. with retreats that I've gone on. And, you know, they've been... They've been really great, uh, and it's all about just getting into the body, moving the body, so whatever's in the way can be cleared. And it's it's literally just you, uh, the people that you're around, and being able to, like I said, gift that experience to yourself. Yeah, very important. Yeah. What's the what? How do you explain um, using your body to release emotional and mental baggage? Yeah, so a lot of the a lot of the emotion that we store is held in the body. Um, yep. it, we, you know, we over uh, it can be very overwhelming inside the head and the brain, and well, how that manifests into anywhere from um, aches and pains to really overactive areas in the body to um, sometimes even disease, sometimes even um, abnormal eating as yep. well sugar cravings so there's lots of ways how the body manifests stress essentially that's what what it is here it's stress um whenever we're out in the, into nature and wherever we're moving our body in an in, it doesn't have to be um in a very structured way like yoga for example i've got an exercise called the drop-in uh on on saturday and it's literally we're going to be dancing for about an hour and a half and it's wow. and it's it's a very tribal experience. Um, I'm taking the roots of 
basically the tri- a tribe in itself. You know, thousands and thousands of years, there's been tribes that dance for hours. Yep. And the reason why they do that is one, it's a very sacred um, routine. It's also it can be quite spiritual and religious, but more than that is that they are getting into their bodies. So they're releasing emotion. They're not so up in their head. And I think giving people that chance to just be themselves and dance and let their bodies go wild um, or any wild can mean anything in any, in any Mm. way as well. Sometimes it's big and loud for people. Sometimes it's small and you know, it's just some sort of nuance or an experience or a dance move or, or or um, using their voice in a certain way that just helps them drop in to you know what the retreat is all about which is gifting to yourself um, rejuvenation relaxation and feeling comfortable in a way um, where they first and foremost feel safe um, but are able to talk to other people and you know open a part of themselves that maybe they haven't opened before yeah yeah man and it's it's super powerful as well i i did something similar at a retreat i went to and um, we're such seminar people, aren't we? We're just yeah. junkies. Just junkies, bro. It's good. I but love it, man. We, it's so good. <laughs> we did an exercise and we did, um, we were dancing for like probably about an hour. Yeah. But we had our eyes closed the whole time. Mm. And so to this day, I don't know what anyone else in that room was doing. And so everyone was in theory free to move judgment free yeah that whole like dance like no one's watching yeah like, literally that's what we were doing I love that and it was so good like you, you banged into a few people here and there yeah and then you open your eyes like shit sorry Stephanie but um you end up uh <laughs> you know I, I know for a fact like everyone sat down afterwards and people have been crying some yeah. people were like sweaty some people have fallen asleep because they mm. just like that was the thing that they wanted to do that yeah. time yeah and it was uh it was crazy and so for me I had a lot of fun and I got into I, I visualized a lot like if i was um i kind of took the music and whatever the, the theme of the music was mm. it kind of brought up a new sort of image for me and i think because you close your eyes for that long it'd be a bit like your silence exercises you you lose a lot of uh, stimuli and you just kind of um your imagination kicks in for the first time and since the invention of the iphone yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so true and and how did you feel after after you know just dancing for an hour yeah really cool because yeah. you know you start off you realize that you start off thinking okay what are my moves like how do i normally do this in the club mm. <laughs> not that i club mm. but how did i do this at that wedding last week or whatever what are my moves and then your moves just go out the window. Go out the window. After seven minutes, after two songs, of no one's looking at you. Because uh, when do we have the opportunity to do that? That's exactly right. And I think you know, providing the space to do that, whether your eyes are closed or eyes are open, it's, it really becomes about your energy. Like, how do you want to express yourself? Like, some, some people want to lie down. Some people, you know, want to go really loud and big movements. Other people, you know, might just be doing a head nod. Like, and that's their thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like in terms of the body feeling, when you sat down, did you feel more present? Yeah, totally. You do, you do. And it's because you are 100% where you are because you really, you can't think, you know, you can close your eyes for 10 minutes and be thinking about all the stuff you need to do. Mm. But after an hour, your energy is going in all these different directions with your body and stuff. 
you, you've fallen out of your head completely. That's it. And that, that, that is the objective there. It's to fall out of your head into the body. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that gets in the way, metaphorically uh, and also physically. Mm. You know, shit's getting out of the way uh, and enables people just to step into a very safe and comfortable uh, zone. Yeah, it totally does. And it's... Um, I, I liked what you said before about the we release a lot of negative stuff because negative emotions can kind of create themselves manifest into negative um, physical ailments yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. which sounds like probably to a lot of people. And if you said it to me, maybe six months ago, a year ago, it would have sounded like a bunch of hokey mm-hmm. bullshit to me. Like, Oh, you know, you, you don't get sick from stress. You get sick from diet or you get sick from smoking you don't get cancer from being unhappy, but you know, the more you, you kind you of do, yeah. the reality is that you, you actually absolutely do. And, and, do. And there's research around that. Yeah. Heaps of research around if you've got elevated levels of cortisol, um, high anxiety, like you're living a, um, you're, you're not living a completely fulfilled life. And, and that can manifest into, it might not always be the anxiety or, um, the, the stress as it's the byproduct of that. Mm, so yeah. it, then it can lead to the unhealthy eating, the unhealthy relationships, you know, the giving up on life kind of feeling yeah. like, oh, it's all over. Focusing um, on the negative. Yeah, focusing on the negative. Everything becomes uh, a big drawback and it's like a big weight on everyone's sh- or on your shoulders uh, when you start to treat yourself like that or talk to yourself like that. Yeah, and then kind of bringing it back bringing it around to the topic we said we we're going to talk about today mm. which was which is in a general sense that that law of attraction that where attention goes energy flows when you're focused on the the negative the negatives in your life you're focused on the pain in your body or you're focused on this diet's making me fat or this is making me stressed really it, there's no other way it can go but get worse mm. Whereas if you're focusing on trying to get out of that, you will eventually get there. If you focus on where you want to be, you can get there. But if you're consistently focusing on what's wrong and how your body's getting unhealthier and how you're stressed and mm. tired, it's, it's literally the only thing you'll ever be able to get back. Yeah, you're not allowing for anything else to um, happen. And essentially, that gives us a good segue into the law of attraction. Um, what are your thoughts on that concept? I... Look, the first time that I experienced the law of attraction was obviously from The Secret. I think a lot of... Have you ever seen that documentary, The Secret? I, I literally... I listened to it yesterday. Like oh, the audiobook. Okay. Yeah. I've listened to it a lot of times in the past and not particularly enjoyed it. Um, but I've gone through over the last... Over the last sort of few months, I've started to see a less dare I say, Americanized, less kind of, um, you know, dressed up version of it. Because the, mm. the secret is, it's like, how do we make this sound so good in an hour and a half, mm-hmm. like in the movie? So they're talking about people who have cured cancer and they're talking about people who have manifested million dollar checks and everything. But over the last few months, I've started to notice how, if I think about it, the stuff I've been saying I'm going to do, it started coming true. It's happening, yeah. And so going back and listening to The Secret again after i've been quite aware of you know for example i've had written down in my goals and my kind of like morning visualization and stuff for maybe 
three, four months that I'm going to be speaking on stage. Mm-hmm. Had no idea how that was going to happen. And then I got into a new business and then one of the guys had a hookup to, to Fitzpo and then I'm talking on stage. Like we talked about this before and I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to this. And then everything I was kind of say is going to happen. I get little pushes in that direction every now and then. Nothing's like manifested fully. No. But listening back to The Secret, as much as it is a bit of a um, in-your-face documentary, I, I'm starting to see a lot more credit to the concept. Mate, totally. I It's something that... See, my initial thoughts of The Secret was, oh, wow, if I just think it, like, <laughs> yeah. it will happen. Yeah. Now... I actually, I didn't believe that, but now I do believe that to a certain extent because mm. if that thought is so um, dominating inside of your head, it's so present. It's like a daily thought. Like for example, you wanted to, you know, you know, you wanted to get on stage and be a speaker. That thought was was quite dominant inside your mind. Mm. Like it might not have been your, your every single day thought, um, but your actions essentially matched that thought yeah they kind of have no choice you you start making choices yeah depending on what you're thinking about yeah that's kind of where it comes from hey so it's like okay i want to manifest a million dollar check Mm. right all right well how am i going to manifest a million dollar check what do i what do i want to do that's going to manifest a million dollars yeah all right well you got to look at like where i'm at currently And, and i could i could really speak to um, the same thing that you're feeling because in the last week, sorry, in the last, let's just say two months, the last two months have been some of the biggest personal growth, growth months of my life. And it's been a, a big year of doing so far. Um, and I'm going to continue with that theme of doing. But last week on my birthday, I spoke to 30, I think it was like almost 20 women and 10 guys in the room mm. for International Women's Day about balance. Now, speaking in front of people um, has been something that I've been dreaming about. I remember when I when I was 18, 19 years old, watching YouTube of Tony Robbins and you know all these great speakers. I was like, oh my God, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that. And that thought has been present in my mind for a very, very long time. So what I realized was that when I finished my speaking gig, I was like, oh my God, like I've just taken a gigantic step into what I thought was only ever just going to be a dream. Yeah, wow. And like there's there's parts of me that thought it was unachievable, unattainable. Yep. You know, I was like, oh man, like I'm not ready for that speaking gig. Like what am I going to talk about? I don't feel like I'm good enough to do this. Um, you know, it's too much pressure, all this sort of stuff. And then when I did it and I realized I was just talking to other humans, mm. like, that's all I was doing. I was just talking to a, a whole bunch of other humans that, you know, really believed uh, and could listen to what I was saying and they really appreciated the, the information and also my own energy that I was giving to them, I thought that was a lot easier than I expected. You know, I actually, yeah. I actually had a lot of fun. And now that was a stepping stone. That was like a notch on my belt to say, oh, I've actually done a speaking gig. You know, yep. I've actually done that now. And, but it, it's not the notch in the belt that's the, the important thing. What the important thing is, is the, the, the actions taken before the notch on the belt. Yeah. So whether I knew that I was going to get... I I never knew what the speaking gig looked like or Mm. what I was going to do, how I was going to manifest into the world, but I just kept on 
um, you know, building relationships. Yep. And the relationships were from coaching, were from PT, were from yoga, and that's manifested into things. For example, I've always I've always said I wanted to run my my first ever retreat. I've always wanted to run a retreat, take people away and give them a transformational experience. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know what was going to you know come about it. But next week, I'm running my first yoga retreat. You know, I've yeah. teamed up with two yoga teachers, and the the notch on the belt isn't running the yoga retreat. The notch on the belt is all the actions I took before that. Yeah, and that means the building relationships. That means stepping into actually being a yoga teacher. I, I, I'm not like I don't even consider myself as a yoga teacher, but I had to take that step to actually get to where I am right now. Yeah, yes. That that's that's it's all the steps. You know, it's not the fact that you're about to go speak at Fitzbo. Um, mm. you know, for for your first speaking gig. That that's not it. It's all the stuff beforehand. It's the relationship that you built with this guy from Limitless. Yeah, you know he's supporting you there. It's Limitless itself. Like it's the fact that you've given up your own business. Um, yeah, you know, you've made some decisions. You're making some decisions. You're getting some action. Yeah, there's a massive time delay in the whole law of attraction thing. And Huge I, I time delay. That's what people think that I watch The Secret and I've been kind of saying every day for a week that I'm going to make a million dollars check doesn't rock up in the mail and pff, shit doesn't work but I mean you're, you're totally right one of the the biggest decisions I've made in the last two years was just after I got married I was at a the final retreat with my business coach of my kind of year with him and I was sitting there and because of all the stress of my wedding I hadn't done a lot of the work I wanted to do and we had to go away for three months and I had no income coming in every week and I was freaking out. And I sat on the floor with him. He, he goes like, dude, just re-sign with us. Just do another year with us. And that's like $17,000. Mm. And so I was like, oh man, you know, I've got like all this stuff to do. And he goes like, I want to pick you up and shake you right now because you're not where you want to be and you're telling me that you're going to go out and do it by yourself. You're, you're not going to do it by yourself. Like, mm. You've got to do it. And so... I re-signed with them and so I invested it again and the funny thing is I've, I've barely utilized that program at all this year but because I did that everything else that's happened this year has been because of that one little decision that's right and that decision really had nothing to do you know consciously with where I wanted to go no but like you said that was like seven that was almost a year ago now yeah and so the time delay is massive, but you kind of, in law of attraction terms, you're putting a message out to the universe or to God or a higher power, whoever it is that... Or to your mom or to your dad. Yeah, that's like, where I need to... Like, literally, it's conversation. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I need to be. And then, you know, I, I think... I don't think even opportunities present themselves to you. I think you just notice them more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you turn on that... Have we talked about reticular activating system yet? Yeah, we have. We a couple of episodes back mentioned yeah. it. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have. For anyone who doesn't know, the RAS, the reticular activation system, is part of your brain that starts to focus on what you're thinking about. Well, it's 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 designed to focus on danger. Is it da yeah, danger? yeah. It, it's okay. it's designed to uh, it's a fight, flight, or freeze mechanism. Yeah, that's in the brain. Yeah, and the thing is, so it it sees two things: perceived fear things that we've manifested in our own minds yep. and real fear. Mm -hmm. So some people are actually born or have accidents without the amygdala. 
So they've, they've, they've lost the function of the amygdala. Is that the part of the brain That's where That's the part is? of the brain where... So the, re- the reticular activating, activating system is the part of the brain that looks for danger. It, it's like our fear receptors. Yep. Right? Uh, and also parts of the pain receptors, but they're more towards the body. Uh, they're, you know, they are in the body. People have accidents where the reticular activating system is, is, is deactivated. It's not, it doesn't exist. Okay. That's very dangerous in people. Because they have no, like, that's why you hear about people just running across the road and, like, getting hit by cars and because they don't have that fear instilled in them. So it's the voice that says, when you're a kid, you touch the stove and you're like, shit, that's hot. Don't touch that again. Correct. Yes. Okay. So how does that then switch over into the fact that I have been, you know, I've said to Ali, I'm going to buy a Range Rover for Christmas. And you see Range Rovers see everywhere. everywhere. How, how has that happened from it going from me a danger thing what, to... It's, it's not... So I should be correct here. It's not always danger um, and it's not always fear. It actually... It works in the opposite way as well. Mm. It's like whatever you're telling your brain, for example, your, your brain is now focusing on a, a, you know, a black Range Rover. Yeah. You're wanting to buy that. You're actually sending these messages and you're doing things in the world to look at more black Range Rovers. Yeah. And the way that manifests, there's not more black Range Rovers on the road. No. That's not how it works. What's happening is that your uh, reticular activating system, what you focus on is now, you've got that in your psyche. It's like, oh, there, there's a Range Rover. There yep. it is. So it's, it's, it's quicker to hit the system. Um, but the reticular activating system is based around the fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, why, do we, why do we talk about that? Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, I think the law of attraction, whatever it is, it happens over a longer period of time. And I'm not sure if it's just the universe rearranging itself to give you something or whether you just start noticing the path you know, you, you start to see a path ahead of you, whether it's subconsciously or not, you like you making that yoga teacher decision. Yeah. The question is, it's like, did you become a yoga teacher? Or like eight years ago when you said you wanted to speak, did the universe say, okay, let's get laid out for you. Let's put a, a gig in front of him. Or did you just subconsciously know somehow that if I make this decision and become a PT, then I can be a personal trainer and then I can be have some influence over people and then I can learn about the body. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's like that. I, what, I, what do you think happens? What was the first one you said? That kind of the... That because everything's energy, the universe has no choice but to send the energy back that you're requesting, that well, you're putting out there. I think, I think when you're making decisions and actions um, towards your thoughts... Yeah, yeah opportunities I want to say opportunities present themselves because they actually do sometimes mm. and this is the thing that in fact the opportunity to me run a retreat did present itself the opportunity for me to get a speaking gig at Lenovo on my birthday for International Women's Day presented itself yeah the way that presented itself was through um, a client so I had a client I've, I've been training Pip for you know three and a half years now yeah and now it just so happens that she's turned around and said, hey, we're looking for someone to speak. Yeah. And I've capitalized up, capitalized on that opportunity. It's a really funny thing, man. It's, it's very interesting because... <laughs> I love it. I, I can see you're, you're getting so like... I'm trying to focus confused on... Confused and yeah, frustrated I, yeah, right I, now. I am, I am kind of confused and frustrated because I'm like, 
I don't have the answers. No. You know, I, I don't I don't have the the answer for you and but I'm trying to work out the answer in my own world. That's in my own here. life. That's what we're doing on the podcast. So but I think that you mentioned something before about time. Like part of the law of attraction, you need to trust. Mm. Like you have to like there's this huge trust that you know, if we're not patient enough or if we, know we don't actually do the work or if we don't really want to do it and we don't trust ourselves, nothing's going to happen. Nothing yeah. will come up. Nothing will come up. It's just the way, like no opportunities will present itself. Relationships won't be built. Like it just won't, it won't come up. So essentially like you've always got to do the work, but the work, what the work looks like right now might not actually be what the work is all about. So, so, so what I mean by that is like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know that, um, I would get this speaking gig through Pip, through my client. No, how would you? I I just, I just didn't know. I didn't know how this was coming. Right. In fact, I actually had no idea how my first speaking gig was ever going to come about. Yeah. It's kind of like, I forgot about the whole speaking thing and then it came about and I was like, oh my God, I've got to take this. Yeah. Right. (sighs) <sighs> Fuck, I'm confused. Isn't it fun? Isn't it fun? <laughs> the, the thing is, when you... <laughs> you what well, you're saying about trusting, right? Yeah, yeah. It affects the way you show up and it affects the way you do the work. And so, say Roger Federer walks out on a tennis court knowing that he's going to win. Yeah. If he knows he's going to win, he's going to play better. Yeah, he's going to play like If he like goes out win. there and thinks, I hope I don't lose, I hope I don't lose... He'll probably still play well because he's Roger Federer, but he won't have the same swag. He won't have the same confidence. He he won't make the same decisions. Mm. He'll be playing from risk, uh, avoiding a risk, risk. A risk mindset or yeah. like a scarcity mindset, yeah, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the people who go out there and truly believe that something's going to work out for them. But I, I, I get that. I, I, I get the whole positivity thing. Like if you're thinking positive thoughts and your actions, uh, sorry, and your thoughts match your actions. Yeah. But I get that. Like that. That's 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 what I do. That's what I tell people to do. Yeah. Um. You know, people can see that in my own life. That's happening with both of us. But like, I'm trying to work out this whole law of attraction thing because it's very hard to explain. Like, how do you explain that? You know, you taking that decision of investing another 17k, right? Yeah. For for a whole year, manifesting into basically you dropping your own program, starting a, a business with another uh, with a whole another program, limitless. Yeah. Um, and then and then getting a speaking gig from there. Like how do you, how do you can't exp- okay. you can't explain so, that? So what it is is I have in making that decision in that second, which was a risky decision. Mm-hmm. That was accepting that where I was wasn't big enough, where I was wasn't good enough for where I wanted to be. What you could say is that put a message out into the universe that then said, okay, this guy's not playing small anymore. Now he's playing big. He had that first year where he made an investment and that year presented opportunities to me. To do it again, it said, okay, it's me putting out the energy and the message and the vibration that I am willing to really fucking go for it and put everything on the line. Mm. I was in the shit that week, like hardcore. But then I went out and because I did that, I actually made enough money in a week to sustain the whole honeymoon in a week. Like, just, you know, and I, th- I truly believe it's because I put out that energy that I am not playing small anymore. I'm not fucking around. Yeah. And I had people for the first time that week, two people called me 
and said they wanted to work with me. That's never happened before. And so since then, I made that decision and then I say, okay, I can invest in that. I trust myself, I can do anything. And so I, over the year, I you know, go on some retreats and Ali and I travel for coaching and we do all sorts of stuff. And it is sending out the message and the energy to the universe that says, Alex is ready for something more. Mm, and so that's then the thing. It gives back to me. So my, say my bucket, that my bucket is getting bigger because I'm, I'm saying my bucket's getting bigger. If you've got this tiny little bucket for the universe yeah. to put stuff in, then it's only going to give you a tiny amount. You know how that rule of um, a task will always expand to fill the time you give it? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. So the universe hates an empty hole. So if there's, you know, um, if there's, there's, a, there's a, so yeah, you got the, you got, you got the bucket, right? Yeah. If you've got, if you've got a, if you've got a small bucket, the, the universe can't give you all the, yeah. all the big stuff. But you've got a big bucket. But you've got to create a big bucket. It wants to fill it. And how do you create a big bucket? By making, um, comes down. Oh, I know. Comes down to one thing. You got to trust. You got to trust. Yeah, dude. This is this is this whole thing. This whole thing boils down to one little thing that people say all the time, but don't. We don't actually. I don't actually do it. And I realize that I I actually had a speaking gig pres come um, present to me last year. It was for Optus, and I said yes to it. Um, and I was so shit scared about it. And what it was, it was running a guided meditation to a, a, an Optus crew that was it was their like big festival. Um, and I was a part of it. I was so scared that I didn't sleep that night. I had like very anxious thoughts. I was super stressed. I was angry at my parents. I was just very frustrated. Then I woke up that morning. I was like panicking. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. This is too much for me to handle. Like I was just freaking myself out. And then two hours, fast, fast track two hours, I ended up doing a meditation to about six or seven kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it was, a, it was a, I was such, it was, I was so relieved because I was like, oh my God, all the pressures just dropped. Mm. And the reality was that we were set up in a, in a pretty ordinary position for the, for the meditation. Not many people came to visit us and a lot of people didn't know that we were running a guided meditation. Yep. I was the guy who was doing the guided meditation. What ended up happening was supposed to be for like 20, 30 people. Everyone had headphones on. It was going to be like a silent disco thing. What happened was about six or seven kids showed up and I just did a meditation to six or seven kids. I went home that night and I was pretty, I was actually really happy because I was like, thank God the universe didn't actually give me what, what was there. Because I wasn't ready for it. It couldn't have because you told it I can't handle exactly. this. Exactly. I, I said to myself, There's no, I, I, I'm too nervous. I was in a panicking state. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. But this time when the presenting gig came around, I was still shit scared. I was like, oh my God, is this is this is going to be too much for me to handle? I'm going to New Zealand on that day. It's my birthday. You know, what do I do? And I said, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And as soon as I made that commitment to myself, it was the greatest thing that I ever did because I felt so empowered. I loved, I just, I loved that whole entire hour segment that I had with these people uh, and it was liberating. And now when we're talking about this law of attraction, this trust thing, it's like, it makes so much sense that I, I just trusted myself. I said to myself, you know what? I can do this yep. and I'm excited for this. Whenever I don't trust myself, the universe just gives me back um, whatever I'm projecting. That's it, isn't it? That's it, man. It's a funny thing, man. You know, it's a, it's a really, I guess we've gone on a bit of a rant here, but, um, 
it's so fun. It's so, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know, even this, if this rant just goes between us two, man, I'm, I'm happy with that. But if you're listening out there and you're stuck with us through this, um, you know, where in your life can you can you start just stepping into this? this zone of you know what i i do trust myself i am going to tackle that thing that i'm kind of shit scared of but the reality is sometimes you're not ready sometimes you're just not ready yeah and so therefore in the concept of law of attraction everything's happening perfectly yeah it won't happen you know so that's right and i believe that only things that you have attracted are happening because if you believe in the law of attraction you got to believe that literally everything that happens has been attracted by someone. Yeah, it's right? happening for me, not yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, this is the, the new one. Okay. Is because I, I thought that for me was the, the top of it. Yeah. But the reason I'm talking about this was because a few weeks ago I was at um, this retreat with Zach Dixon and he's talking about the level above that, which is through me, which is a level above taking responsibility. So life happens for me is kind of um 100 ownership of everything you know i accept that that's my fault and that's my mm-hmm. responsibility and mm-hmm. that's my opportunity yeah through me is the next level of trust right which is so much and this is where i'm living at the moment okay i'm trying to get to because i've been working very very little over the past few weeks i've still been taking effective action but i've been working very little and I've been doing so much visualization, literally every day, I'm visualizing three times a day. I'm doing journaling every night, I'm doing two guided meditations a night. Uh, every morning I'm doing four different songs of different visualizations on different things. Whoa. And I've been working less and feeling fine about the fact I'm not working and I've had the most successful two weeks of my last three months. Because I believe I'm trusting that it's all gonna happen. That this is exactly where I need to be right now. Mm. And it's very, very, it's crazy fun, man. Um, I wanna tell you a story about this guy actually, because yeah. he, he- This is cool. Said, so it's it's like obviously three different perspectives with the law of attraction. Life is happening uh, to me. Victim mindset. Victim mode. Uh, life is happening for me, taking responsibility, yep. growth, change. And then life is happening through me. Through me is like the concept of, of just like flow. Like you, you're, instead of for me is kind of where a lot of entrepreneurial people are at, are at which is okay i'm going to keep swimming pushing up, grinding swim like, up the river yeah, yeah. you know yeah life's hard but i'm going to swim up the river and just keep doing whatever it takes yeah if the river takes me that's my fault if i swim against it and get to where i need to be and that's a good place to be at yeah but it can be very very stressful and that's where i've been living for the last two years wake up you know think about what do i need to do today yeah okay count phones stay out late do whatever through me is when you say, okay, the end of that river, that's exactly where I need to be. Put your arms over you, like cross your arms and just let the river take you. And that's when that, but trusting that it's gonna take you to the right place, mm. right? Obviously there's gonna be decisions to make along the way and you might have to kind of swim yourself one way or swim yourself the other way. Yeah. But it's literally saying this river is gonna take me where I need to go and then your actions will go accordingly, but you've got to have 100% trust in that it's not a waterfall, that it's where you, that every stop along the river is where you want to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, like I, I know that every week, I'm, the outcome of that week is what 
I need this week. I'm get. I'm, it's very cool. This, this guy was full on, right? He said that he manifested his girlfriend, his partner, mm-hmm. his single guy a few years ago. And he's like, I want to manifest my girlfriend, manifest my perfect partner. And he filmed himself writing down uh, everything about his perfect partner. Yeah. And he wrote a letter to himself saying, Zach, I can't believe what I've manifested into my life. Um, she is X, X, X and all these qualities, right? And then he started um, planning date nights, didn't have a girlfriend, started um, telling his boss, oh, I can't work late tonight, I've got to go home early and hang out with my girlfriend. And the guy's like- Oh my God, this is epic. Yeah, and so his boss, I know his boss, his boss is like, you don't have a girlfriend. And Zach is going, yes, I do have a girlfriend. (laughs) But he didn't have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started sleeping on one side of his bed. No. Rather than in the middle. He said that he, he talked to his girlfriend who wasn't there and 19 days later, he met the girl he'd written about. What? Insane, insane. Okay, and he filmed himself. He hasn't showed us the letter, but he filmed himself writing the letter and he went 100% balls to the wall. I have this partner and then his partner, Angela, who is now getting married to is the same girl because <laughs> he told everyone he had this girlfriend yeah. who didn't exist, Yeah. but she did somewhere. Yeah. And so he just... It's like um, you saying you want to get out of PT and into coaching. Yeah, yeah. But you keeping your PT job is telling the universe, it's, you know, he's a personal trainer. Yeah. He's not ready for it because that space isn't open there. Yeah, yeah. So you won't, you'll never be double booked with people wanting to do coaching with you in the hours when you do PT. 100%. It literally can't happen. No. Nah. But once you open up that space, people will start saying, can I book in at 9am? Yeah, like, yeah. I literally used to have clients then, yeah. but now I don't. Yeah. Because uh, when I allow for that, when you yeah, allow for that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck man. <laughs> That's a trip. And you, uh, I believe that too. I believe that. It's yeah, so, you're so right. I'm to be honest, I'm doing it and have been for the last few weeks with something. Um, I've been telling a lot of people something and acting as if something's happened. The TV show. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Some, oh, okay. Something that I've been talking about is the same situation. Like okay. something that I've been talking about to a lot of people. Yeah. And I can't reveal it. Okay. I've got to live as if it's happened. Yeah. But um, <laughs> one of the things I've been telling people isn't isn't certain. Okay. And so I, uh, but I'm nice acting as if it is. I like that. I love this. Uh, this is mind blowing, isn't shit. it? Isn't it? And how are you? How are you doing that? How are you? How are you? Is it part of your visualization in the morning? Are you saying stuff to you? Is the visualization like one of my things? Is I've got my twelve month vision right, and so I've got my vision for my life in twelve months time, and it takes about it takes about a three and a half minute song to say it out loud, and what I do is it's going to sound nuts to everyone listening. I sit on the beach or I stand on the beach and I talk to someone who's not there about everything that's happened this year. And I'm saying, dude, you will not believe the year I've had. And then tell them. Oh, as if this year's already happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm yeah. talking from Alex 2020 to this person who's not there. And I'm saying, dude, you won't believe what's happened this year. Can I tell you about it? Like as if I'm talking to an old friend and catching them up. And I'm just telling them every day, all the stuff that I've done this year and it's everything I want to achieve. And I'm just telling this non, this imaginary person who's not there 
<laughs> all the stuff <laughs> that I've done this year. You rock, dude. It's so it's so good. You and, rock. And it's, it's and so I'm starting to trust it and believe it, and the path is just laying itself out. Obviously, I'm working still. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm working effectively in line with the stuff that I is is going to happen. Yeah, you're not just working for the sake of working. You're not just grinding for the sake of not grinding. Not swimming up the river. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just because that that's that makes me more of a man and that makes me more of a fucking a hustler an entrepreneur you know a you know, guy we, that, yeah I think we we clearly don't really like that hustle thing do we you and I we've done it yeah we, man we I'm still doing it it's time yeah, for it yeah yeah 100% but, but no I was burnt as sh- burnt out as shit last year man like yeah. I was you know sick multiple times guy that you know in 2017 I didn't get sick once I haven't been sick for a long time last year I got sick seven times in and out of like things that were kind of taking me down for two or three days. And, and I just, I worked big hours. I survived on five and a half to six hours sleep up at 4.30 every single morning. The only day that I would give to myself in the morning was a Sunday. I did that for 50 weeks of the year. Yep. 50 weeks. I didn't take any breaks, no holidays, nothing. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this is bullshit. Like, you know, what have I got in my bank account? Great, I've got X amount of dollars and whatever it may be. And that's all good and well, but man, I feel this is unsustainable. This is not sustainable. Yeah. So what what needs to change? Uh, and it was like you know, now I'm starting to now things are opening up for me, but like I don't want to get in this rut again. That's why I'm really happy happy we're having this conversation because I don't want to get in this rut of like just keep on grinding again. Yeah. You know, it's just I'm gonna coach you. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna assign a task to everyone and to you, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be your coach and hold you accountable to it. Great. All right. So I want you to go away and. Do like a meditation or with some music or something and like visualize for like five minutes, get yourself in a good state. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite songs for doing this is, no one's going to know it, but it's it's one of the theme songs from Forrest Gump. If you look up the Forrest Gump theme, it's this beautiful piano and violins track that gets you in a really good mood. Okay. And then sit down and write down your 12-month vision as if it's happened. Write it in the present tense. So it is now, what's a year from now? March 13th, 2020. And I cannot believe what I've manifested this year. Yeah. Right? And then just write as much as you want, whether it's a page or it's two pages of just everything that's happened for you this year. Mm. And then I want you to do a, um, I want you to call me and tell me about it. Okay, and I want everyone right. else here to get someone, but excitedly. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine yeah. like you're calling an old friend and this person's like, dude, what happened last year? Like, have I got a story to tell you? Yeah. And tell me that. Yeah. And then every day for a week, try it until... Hectic, or, man. I'm already starting to visualize some stuff that so I feel good. like is... And then in terms of taking action towards it, write yourself a 90-day action list, a 30-day action list, and a 7-day action list. Okay. So 90 days is like, what can I actually achieve in like 90 days? That will mm-hmm. take me a lot closer to this vision. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking of like decent ideas. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Maybe that's a big goal. What can I do in 30 days to take mm. me some of the way there? And what do I need to do starting in the next seven days? Action needs to be taken. You need to, you need to work, but it doesn't have to be hard work. You need to be effective. Yeah. It doesn't need to be hustle. It can yeah. needs to be aligned. It doesn't need to be, you know, grinding. Yeah. Oh, I like aligned, that. not grind. Aligned. No, that was good. There's it's, a rhyme in there it's somewhere. It's aligned, not grind. Yeah. Aligned, not grind. Hustle? No, what was the other one? I don't effective. Uh, it's it's like align, not grind. Hustle, 
Check the Instagram account. We'll whatever, probably... whatever it may be, effective. <laughs> I've, be effective over being a hustler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was great. Yeah, but so yeah, so you're gonna have to do some fast work in the next seven days. Hundred percent. But you know, creating that twelve month vision. It's like uh, if if you said, if say say you're broke and you say I want to make hundred thousand dollars this year and you start taking action, you make eighty five thousand dollars. You're not going to complain. No, no, hundred percent. You know, you're doing well. So so that's. That's the concept. It's the the trust that you're going to get to a place you want to be, and 100% certainty you're going to get there is going to allow you to take action unreservedly without all the bullshit voices saying you can't do that because you've already done it. Mm. And so you take action so much more confidently. You'll make decisions. You'll have hundred thousand dollar ideas in the shower. Yeah. You know, rather than thinking about your next bill, you'll suddenly think. Oh, that's what I could do. Don't know mm-hmm. how I'm going to do it, but that's what I could do. And that's law of attraction for me. Jesus, man. Giono's exhausted. I'm going to let him go. Giono needs a nap. Uh, <laughs> Big. And you know, the thing is, I'm even thinking about, I've got a yoga class tonight and I kind of, I don't really want to do it. Like I've just been in the headspace of, oh, I just don't want to do it. I've got so much stuff going on, blah, blah, blah. And just the chat was like, you know, I'm not really prepared. Like imagine if I just walked in there and just trusted it. Like I just, I just know how to do the yoga. I can just trust myself to show up. And in fact, I'm, I think my, one of my themes is going to be this law of attraction. Yeah, man. You know, attracting what, what the, the thoughts that are inside our head, manifesting into actions and believing that we can trust ourselves and go. Yeah. Through me. Through me. Through me. So you go into that yoga class and just hop in the river and just let it, let it yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I like it, man. Let it go. And just p- picture, you know, how you want people to feel 15 minutes after that event. Yeah. Just get them there. Yeah. God, this is epic. Close it off, man. How fun. Guys, that was a freaking mammoth podcast. I've enjoyed that. I think that went for about 50 minutes and I'm so stoked it did. I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Uh, Same. Try that task, guys. 12-month vision. Call a friend. Call me. Call Jono. Do something that feels uncomfortable and just say, dude, I cannot believe what I've created this year. And, uh, you'll start to create it. Trust me. And trust yourself. Trust. Trust, baby. Just trust, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week with another guest. And we'll figure out who that's going to be very, very soon. See you. Peace.